What do you mean by metaverse for a layman? So I think I think of a metaverse as an as an interactive space. Um, it could be an interactive classroom. It could be an interactive game. And we've been playing in the metaverse for a while. Um, Microsoft, uh, you know, re, a few years ago purchased Minecraft. Minecraft is considered one of the first metaverses. Um, they just purchased Blizzard, which World of Warcraft. You know, Epic has Fortnite. There are a lot of metaverses that will start off within the gaming space because there are large groups of people that have some affinity attraction to to doing something and it is immersive. Um, but when we think of the long-term play of the metaverse, it is going to be um, fully immersive, not, not, not web immersive, but it will be glasses immersive or I don't want to get futuristic or implant immersive. I mean, I, you know, we go right down that, that, you know, move from the sanity line and cross over into beyond that. But, but it will be a different way of consumption of digital information. That's the way to think about it. We have gone from encyclopedias, the written word and magazine, to now the electronic word. It will be a combination of going from, from a, a read and, and a write and a share to immersive experiences. So when I think of the metaverse, I think of immersion into a digital realm that will allow me to have a multi-sensory experience um, uh, for consumption of, of information and, and, and other opportunities. But if I hear that, that has been an evolution for last 10 or 15 years. I mean, I the online communities, we are talking about the online groups. Okay, the experience may not be as sophisticated as what we are talking, but mm -hmm. talking about the video games, that experience already exists. There are online gamers. You go join, play, right. and have fun and experience with them. You don't need friends per se. And then you make new friends and then you join them at dedicated time. So that metaverse has technically mm -hmm. been existing for a long time. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the word metaverse comes uh, was, I think, uh, uh, Neil Stevenson's uh, book, Snow Crash, which came out about uh, seven or eight years ago. So maybe a little longer. So the metaverse isn't a new word. And we've been we've been talking about it now for three or four years. But sort of like if you think about the word submarine, Jules Verne talked about submarines before submarines existed. So so, you know, if you think about the flip phone, right, the original flip phone. Was that a Star Trek communicator um, from the 1960s? So, you know, um, life imitates art, right? So, yeah. so if life imitates art, then the metaverse does exist in some way today, but we're going to see um, an explosion because, because technology, 5G, uh, larger bandwidth, higher computing power, um, the, the, the MetaQuest goggles and the HTC goggles, all these things are going to give us Google Glasses, the next version, version of Google Glasses or Apple Glasses, are going to give us opportunities, new opportunities to uh, uh, immerse ourselves in technologies that we didn't have before. It's also um, quantum computing and other things that are going to make things faster and easier to do. Um, so I think the metaverse, while it's not a brand new term, it is one that is gaining speed. Indeed, and I think it has gained more prominence after Mark Zuckerberg talked about it and everybody now. And with the name Facebook changing to Meta, people are yeah. starting to associate more yeah. and more. But that also leads to privacy challenges because mm -hmm. people, some of the proponents are like, 
no you'll be digital and uh, digitally anonymous no need to worry just create a profile be there but that's in the gaming sense but if you have to be in, truly in the metaverse that we're talking about and the way we are exp uh, at least expecting it to grow there will be concerns around privacy or how do i manage my identity because when you are on a digital device a lot of data is being collected a lot of uh, surveillance is happening so how does one protect the say personal data or it's a, his or her own identity in context of a metaverse are those concerns real or unfounded well i i, I believe they're 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 real i i do believe they're real because because people are willing to give up anything for anything i mean because mm -hmm. we we don't um as i said there will be a shift to the value of, of personal data and privacy but um companies like ourselves have developed technologies just like we can walk into a store and not give a clerk our, our driver's license means we can walk into a virtually walk into a metaverse and not give anyone information except the fact that we are confirming we're a real person because the government of Canada said I am a real person right again that 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 relationship between the verifier the individual and the um, uh, the the card the um, uh, issuer so so it's back to the same situation that um, on a predicate proof, I can determine how much information I give out. And I think we go back to, and we're t treating the metaverse like we're treating walking into a store to buy a bottle of liquor. And and others are starting to do the same. But here's the other side of the the, the proverbial coin that makes sense. I walk into a um, in the metaverse. I walk into a restaurant or a um, a venue, and I purchase something in which my avatar, my digital twin of myself consumes i might get just like in super mario or in any game i might get a power up for that but if i set my permissions the way that the vendor would accept i might be able to receive a coupon in the offline world to go and purchase that item physically in a store so there are all new ways to connect the parties together that create value and benefits to each other and we're talking we not only have our own metaverse as a, as a pilot program, but we're talking to other metaverses about creating unified or verifiable credentials that will allow users to control their data and their privacy, but allow metaverses to create opportunities for those users. But then in a metaverse, I believe it would also be possible for me to create my multiple digital identities of myself and behave or act differently in different groups or different metaverses in that sense. Would that be feasible? Well, the answer is yes and no. You, so, so <laughs> yes, for the obvious, but how do you answer, say no? <laughs> okay, so yes is, and so let me give an example. In, in one metaverse, because there will be more than one, in one metaverse, I am, uh, I look like a tiger. In another metaverse, you know, I look like a, uh, a football player. Another metaverse, I, I, I'm at school and I dress in my school uniform. That Those are avatars. They're all, all digital representations of myself, but they're all tied back to a single identity. Mm -hmm. So if I'm bad, I'm bad, right? Because my identity, it, my wherever I am, that connects to my digital identity. So it's not about creating digital identities. It's creating digital personas of a single identity. That's an important term you mentioned, digital personas of the same identity. 
So the person is one, but the personas, the virtuals are many. The virtual avatars are many. But we are the same in the real world. I, yeah. I am the sum of my parts. You know, I'm a father, I'm a husband, I'm a, a son, I'm a brother, I, you know, I am a business person, I am a gamer, I am a comic book collector. Those are different personas of my individual self being David Lukács. And when I do things, um, yes, today I have the opportunity to have different identities in each one of those. But if there was a single point of contact for my individual digital identity, um, which I gave out no personally identifiable information, that means they're all interconnected. They're all interoperable. Fit for Privacy helps you to create a culture of privacy and manage risks by creating, defining, and implementing a privacy strategy that includes delivering scenario-based training for your staff. We also help those who are looking to get certified in CIPPE, CIPM, and CIPT through on-demand courses that help you prepare and practice for certification exam. Want to know more? Visit www.fitforprivacy.com. That's www.fit, the number four, privacy.com.